Welcome to the Mandalorian Podcast, the official Star Wars podcast of the Kid Commentaries Network. I'm your host, Drew Gretchen. Today, I'm going to be wrapping up Season 2 of Star Wars Resistance. We're talking about the last four episodes of the series. The new... I'm not going to say them. It's just the... I, I, I know three of the four titles, so let's just see if, you know, real quick we can... Just get these pulled up right here. Sorry, uh, but we're talking about the last four episodes of the series. Uh, season one, in case you want to know, is currently streaming only on Disney Plus. So that's where you can find season one. Season two is all done. You can buy it. You can buy the whole season. On iTunes or Amazon or wherever you do it, it that will be added to Disney Plus on February twenty fifth. So, so you'll be able to watch the whole series at that time. So these episodes were called uh, Episode fifteen, The New World; Episode sixteen, No Place Safe; Episode seventeen, Rebuilding the Resistance; and Episode eighteen, The Escape. These were four really good episodes. I really liked all of them. They did a great job of, you know, wrapping up the show. Really, this last, these last, uh, how, how many episodes it goes out? These last, you know, eight episodes, episodes 11 through, which was station to station through episodes 18, The Escape, really solid episodes, you know, as not as good as The Clone Wars, of course, this show is, you know, of the animated series, my least favorite, but, you know, in the animated series, best one is Clone Wars, second one is Rebels, third one is Resistance. And that's not a knock on the show at all. This show is just, you know, not as... It's, it only has two seasons. Okay, it's only got two seasons. So, Rebels had four. We're coming up on the seventh and final season of the Clone Wars. Now we're getting other shows, more an animated series in the fall. So... Those are shows that will hopefully go on for, you know, more than two seasons. You know, Rebels had the chance to explore its characters, go farther throughout the course of those four seasons. It had the chance to, you know, age with its audience. Like, you know, I, I, I feel like I've, I, I've said this before, but, you know, Rebels starts out as a show for eight-year-olds. And by the final episode, it's a show for 12-year-olds. I mean, that's how old I was when I started to watch Rebels and how old it was when it ended, and you know, that was just that was just two years ago, not not even. But you know we're we're seeing really the end of this show was kind of a break from you know the, the narrative that Clone Wars and Rebels was telling. This was big um, shift. No references to those shows at all. We except for some battle droids earlier in the season. So you know, not a whole lot of of you know using other uh, of using past material for content. You know, they did have other hints in there for the show. Like um, a few episodes ago, there uh, was episode. Which episode was that? That was episode, uh... Hmm. Where is it? Which one was it? Episode 8, Rendezvous Point. That, uh, they... 
that that was an, an episode that shouted out uh, Poe Dameron comics. There was a reference to Agent Terex. In this episode, really, I felt if this show were to get a third season, which it's not, unless, of course, it comes back on Disney+, Plus, which I, it's, it's not going to be on Disney+, Plus, but, well, the show's going to be on Disney+, Plus, so there's not going to be a third season for Disney+, Plus, but that's, I, I, I think, if, if the show had the chance to keep going, I feel like a third season would show us, you know, this show, this season was kind of like the first six months in between The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker, and I feel like season three could be this, those, you know, next six months, and then season four, the final season, would then be, you know, what happens after, you know, what do we see with this galaxy after the Battle of Exegol, the final destruction of the Sith, and, you know, that's not really a thing that we're going to get in this show, I do hope we get it later on with Star Wars television, or a book or a comic, as long as it's not a ride at Galaxy's Edge that lets us know what happens after, which I don't, I don't really think that's what they're kind of going for with Galaxy's Edge, but still, and I really loved seeing Kylo Ren in this episode, we got to hear his theme, this was a much darker episode, this was my favorite episode of this whole series by far, but and, and you know, seeing Kylo Ren, we got to hear his theme. That was really cool. I did like hearing that. We saw him, like, you know, use the Force again from across the galaxy to have two people take out their blasters and aim them at each other. And that was a really cool one. I'm like, oh my god, are are, are they gonna do this with the show? I was really surprised. Of course, he doesn't do it. It's still a kid's show, first and foremost. And it was just really, really interesting to see the end. And, you know, and to see Kylo Ren. Because I, I, I kind of hope we were getting was, you know, last moments of the show we, we would be seeing. Or maybe a post credit scene. But, you know, maybe hearing that message from Palpatine. Hearing that message... And then, you know, seeing the, you know, because we do know that the fireball, most likely piloted by Kaz, uh, was at the Battle of Exegol, and so was Tora Doza's ship. Who was flying the the fireball? I have no idea who who was flying the fireball in that big, you know, final battle. Was that, was that Bucket? Does... Of course, and we've seen droids, like, pilot ships. Like, in uh, Clone Wars, we see, there's a few scenes when, you know, you got R2 flying and Anakin's ship to go pick him up, but you know, we've ne- I don't think we've ever really seen, him, like, an astromech droid piloting a ship in a battle. You know, let me know if I'm wrong, because I, I, I want to know, because that would be interesting, and I would have to go back and watch what, what that was in, because that would be really cool to see. But yeah, that was really cool. I I like that, mo- that moment a lot. And then, you know, this show really felt like it had huge stakes, and it, it and it didn't. It was you know one ship, and it of course pro- probably had hundreds of of citizens. But you know we've only ever really seen 
30, give or take, but it, it was one ship, it was, you know, a space station against one Star Destroyer. That wasn't a fleet, that was one Star Destroyer to save three people and a droid. And I I loved and I love this episode. I love this last episode. I, I've loved these last few episodes. Really, really good. Don't get me wrong or anything, but you know I, I kind of hoped you know we would you know see the ship flying to Exegol and see it come out of hyperspace. And I feel like that would be a better you know last episode of the series. Well, this was a really great episode. I. I, I think we could have seen that. And, you know, probably, you know, the showrunners, because I... Was this show done by Filoni? I'm not sure. Who was the head writer for Resistance? I gotta see. Alright. Uh, series casting crew. Director. Seems like the guy, like the people that worked on most episodes was uh, Justin Ridge. He directed 38 episodes. Um... Of course, he probably didn't have a script for the Rise of Skywalker. He 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 probably didn't know, and you know this is what happens with all the Marvel shows too. You know, they've never as of right now. I but you know I don't think that Agents of Shield or Hellstrom is going to change this. But you know, none of the shows have ever referenced the snap. Okay, the you know that big inf- in Infinity War snap that Thanos did that was supposed to change the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe, never once referenced in the TV shows. And yeah, I know Thanos got got a name drop in the final episodes of Agents of of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5, but, you know, that's not really... It's not really the same thing. You know, that could be headcanoned in a lot of different ways. You know, my headcanon was he was talking in, like, a year. Thanos is getting ready, but nope. Because, you know, I mean, they didn't know what happened. I feel like, you know, this movie was, you know, as big as Infinity War. And it, it just wasn't really the same type of... Of course, it was the same type of movie, but it wasn't really... It's actually the exact same thing. Because, I mean, like, you know, they had the whole Palpatine message in Fortnite. I feel like that would be very easily, you know, just be able... You know, yeah, they had, like, a m- month... To you know, add a post credit scene to this episode. And of course, you know they probably couldn't go and animate a whole few more episodes of the show to have, to, you know, really have the effect of having Exegol. But it was they 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 did the best they could. You know, we do know those ships are there and everything. But yeah, but I'm kind of just talking and not saying anything really um so those are my thoughts on the final episodes of resistance i really only talked about the finale but i i I really liked these other three episodes where and also at the beginning when you see uh the first order firing on that planet that on aos i think where the resist where the colossus was hiding out for uh episodes 15 and 16 where they were hiding out for those. Uh, And, you know, this show really didn't have a whole lot of stakes. Let's be honest. This show never really 
I what I was kind of hoping for this series was you know kind of see what the galaxy was looking like after you know the Star Killer incident. See what the First Order's doing in between the Last Jedi and the Rise of Skywalker. Which, you know we we did see a bit of that in in the book Resistance Reborn, but not a whole lot. And this show really did a great job. Well, not great job of telling its own story, but not really a good job with with like expanding the Star Wars universe in a way that you know I I just watched a a YouTube video essay a few days ago about you know how Clone Wars is the is Star Wars at its best in the sense that you know it's not the best content in my opinion you know the Mandalorian and Rogue One are Star Wars at its best look the Mandalorian is better than most of the movies okay and I have really high hopes for season two but doesn't mean, you know, with The Mandalorian, just talk about that for like three seconds, but, you know, the, that first season told four or five different stories, and I feel like season two can be much more linear, you know, where Mando had his first arc, kind of like Clone Wars, then he had three kind of standalone adventures, and then he got everyone back from those three adventures to go back to Navarro, but... Not talking about Mando, we're talking about Resistance, and then, you know, what was I, I completely forgot what I was going to say. Uh, yeah, you know, the, the Clone Wars was, if, if like, you think of Star Wars, like, mo- movies and TV shows, as a house, okay? The original trilogy is your foundation, the original trilogy is, you know, the base of Star Wars. You think of Star Wars, you may, I mean, I I would think that, you know, p- people would think of Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Princess Leia, Chewbacca, Darth Vader. And then the prequels are like, the, are kind of like the beams that are like holding the house together. Not really, just like keeping the house upright. And then the Clone Wars is able to, you know, bring the... Clone Wars is, is able to bring those two together, like... And Clone Wars has done a great job with using other... start With using, you know... So Clone Wars just did a great job with making the prequels better. With, and, you know, with setting up... And setting up Anakin as Vader, and I hope we see so much more of that in Season 7, so, what I'm trying to say, really, is that Clone Wars did a great job with expanding the universe, Rebels did a great job with, you know, really delving into the mysteries of the Force, this show really didn't do any of that, and I, I get it, it, was a, it only had two seasons, it, it was more of a kid's show than Clone Wars and Rebels were. And Rebels started out as, you know, really a kid's show, and then, as I just said, it grew with its audience. And that's kind of what I want. I mean, it's very obvious that Rebels is a sequel series to Clone Wars, and I was going into Resistance thinking that it would be a sequel series to Rebels, and we would see Ahsoka and Sabine getting Ezra. Now, of course, you know, 
I don't think it took them 30 years to find Ezra. And I think it makes sense that, you know, rumors of a sequel series to Rebels of Ahsoka, Sabine, finding Ezra and, you know, to a lesser extent, Thrawn. I'm excited to see that show if that's what happens. I, I, I want to see a, you know, maybe I think we could be seeing a new Jedi Order series with um, it's all, all about Luke's training temple. I think we could see maybe... I, I, I think that Clone Wars Season 7 is going to find a way to bring the... to you know, set up... As, firstly, set up Ahsoka and Rex for when we meet them again in Rebels. And then I think it'll also set up Maul. Because Maul, from where we've last seen him, which is, I think, in in the Clone Wars at least, chronologically, I think the last... Like, bef- before Solo... The last time we saw Maul was, I, I think it was when he was captured by Palpatine. At the end of the, it, it was one of that shows like fifteen Mandalore arcs, and then of course he had the Son of Death mere comic, which I got to finish reading. And then you know we see him as you know as the leader of one of the top crime syndicates in the galaxy and i and i want to see a an animated series you know tackling that or maybe a live action series but i'm not really sure if we're gonna be getting that or when we're gonna be getting that so i'm just excited to see where the filoni verse is gonna go from here because this show it's an animated star wars series but it's it's not a part of the filoni verse dave filoni i mean it, it was known going into the show that this was more of a series, you know, at the time, Filoni was working on Clone Wars Season 7, he was directing two episodes of The Mandalorian, and that was what he was focused on, he was not focused on Star Wars Resistance, I think he, I mean, you know, he was probably really busy writing scripts for maybe one or two more Star Wars series, and I think that, you know, there are rumors of George Lucas coming back to Star Wars. I think that we'll be seeing, you know, hopefully what I would want to see happen with Star Wars is George Lucas takes over the movies. John Favreau is in charge of the live action series for Disney Plus, and I know that Clone Wars season seven is animated and it's gonna be just on Disney Plus, but I think that Disney Plus with Star Wars will, will be mainly known for live action TV shows. I think in five or six years, when you think of Star Wars on Disney+, Plus, you will not be thinking of Clone Wars Season 7. You're going to be thinking of The Mandalorian, Kenobi, the Cassie Andor series, and whatever else comes out of Disney+. Plus. Well, you know, the Clone Wars is technically still a Star Wars Disney Plus show. That was more of always... I, I just hope that they keep Clone Wars as it was. Of course, I want to see new things. I don't want to see them do a Force Awakens, which I still love. I still love the Force Awakens. I just hope we don't see a whole lot of retreading what we've already seen. We don't see exact same plot lines, and I don't think we will because we've seen at least one of the arcs for this season already been released. I've not seen that arc. I want to be surprised. I want to wait until the animation is done and everything, which it is. Of course, it is right now, but it isn't out, and it won't be out for a few more weeks. So yeah, I'm super excited for that. We're going to be doing some more Clone Wars episodes. 
I'm trying to line up some guests for Season 7 of Clone Wars, so that's about it, guys. So thank you so much for listening. We are the Mandalorian Podcast. You can find us on all of the big podcasts, streaming service streaming services. You can find us on Instagram at Kid Commentaries Network. Tomorrow morning, Saturday morning, February 1st, we got Season 2, Episode 1 of the Cinema Soundtrack Podcast being released. Uh, Nick and I, you guys remember Nick, he was on a whole bunch of those Mando episodes. Uh, we're going to be talking all about the amazing John Williams score for Star Wars A New Hope. Super excited about that. So yeah, that's coming out tomorrow morning. And then I think we'll also be dropping all the Star Wars episodes for this season on this feed. So if you don't want to go over and check out another feed, don't worry. It'll it'll be dropping here also, I think uh, maybe a few days late. So if you want to hear it first, go check out that Go check out the Cinema Soundtrack Podcast. Also, make sure you go check out Kid Commentaries. Check out Nick's Podcast, another Marvel podcast. And also, make sure you, you, you check out our sports podcast, Monday's Minutes, A Kid's Take. So, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you, you, you leave us an, an email. Send us an email. Send it to mandalorianpodcast at gmail.com. That's mandalorianpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll read it here on the show. Also, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. We always read five-star reviews whenever we get them. So, yeah, we, we'll read your five-star review. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, and, you know, it, it'll help people find the show a lot easier. So, thank you guys so much for listening. And may the Force be with you.